Hi, I'm Casey Fabling, and welcome to the Fabling Built Podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like, who is Fabling Built? And what can I expect for a great customer experience? We also wanted to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fabling Built experience from the perspective of the customer, our employee, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fabling Built is, check out our website at fablingbuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang out with us. Let's get started. Fabling Built family, welcome to another episode of the Fabling Built podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fabling. Casey, who we got here? This is Lee Waters with Lee Waters Designs. Thank you so much for ha- for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, for sure. Pleasure to meet you. We, we, her and I were chatting a little bit before the show. Yeah. Originally from, from Richmond. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did you move away and move back? Yeah, I grew up like in South else? Carolina. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and I love it here for probably the same reasons. Four even seasons and you can get to everything in a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. I know we complain about traffic, but it's like we don't have traffic. Yeah, you you've been to Atlanta, like uh, driving in Atlanta, right? It's like we don't have traffic Jesus here. Christ. No, yeah, my sister just is in the process of exiting Atlanta, so. Oh yeah, so she knows. She knows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife used to live uh, outside of Phoenix, and just oh, like gosh. you know, just some of these places where, you know, Richmond really is a beautiful town. It is. It is the first time. Second time I was in LA, I got to borrow a friend's Porsche and uh, manual s- transmission oh, yeah. on all the 05s, the 505, and Two the miles yeah, an all, hour. oh my gosh, it was exhausting. I yeah. was done. I yeah. was done. I said back to you Virginia. couldn't even get out of yeah. second gear. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh man, that's no fun. No, no. So look, this this conversation is pretty interesting because what we're going to talk about is probably one of like the people's as customers their most favorite part. Of doing a renovation that's going through the whole design process yeah how did you how did you originally get into or how did you make that into a business your whole interest in designs yeah so i actually wanted to be a surgeon for a while growing up and i used to volunteer at the local er and then the nicu and i realized that school length and hours of residency were not for me Mm. and i just thought about what did i like to do as a kid and it was move furniture around And so I applied to an undergraduate program, did a couple years in that, Mm -hmm. ended up doing a grad degree later in interior design. And uh, so I've got both residential and commercial uh, training and design. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love that it combines both a lot of technical constraints, but also creativity. I find I'm the most creative when I have constraints. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You and I had an interesting conversation. Um, about how you know there's this trend a lot of families are going to the bigger and bigger and bigger houses and you you shared with me on that call uh that you really find that you enjoy maximizing the use out of these cuter you know these cute richmond homes yeah absolutely and i think sometimes people do need to build or buy something larger absolutely but I think it's easy to just do what everyone else is doing. And Mm -hmm. in America, we tend to think if it's bigger, it's better. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely put yourself in a situation where you've kind of overbuilt or overbought, and then you can't treat the inside to the level at which you want to live. So when you go to a nice hotel, you know, and you're on vacation, you think about how small those rooms are, but how nicely 
hopefully you've treated yourself to a nice room, mm-hmm. but how nicely appointed they are. Mm-hmm. You're like, gosh, I want to live with that every day. Mm. And so if you've got two times the square footage that you really need and it's not actually customized to what you want and how you mm-hmm. want to live, you just end up with a what I call a drywall palace. Mm. It's a ton <laughs> of square footage, but it looks boring. Mm. I mean, and you're like, well, I bought the house or I built the house thinking it's all this money. It's going to, you fantasize about it being this mm-hmm. level, this quality of life level that you're hitting. And you're really not, mm. not unless you can build it or buy it that large and <clears throat> put the money into the furnishing right. and the built-ins and all the finished specification, you and know, bring that it you're to craving. That yeah, yeah. Right. And so I just want people to keep that in their minds as an option what if I stayed here? What if I tweaked what I have and put some serious money into it to make mm-hmm. it seriously amazing? Yeah, because that's something that a lot of, again, I'd say unique to Richmond. I know this is not, I know there are lots of other uh, communities that have similar, but we have these really beautiful bungalow homes, Cape yeah. Cod homes. I mean, we've got a yeah. lot of uh, similar styles of homes that were yeah. consistently repeated. Yeah. Um, and consistently homeowners are coming to us saying maybe they can't they can't move they're having right. a hard time finding a home right or they you know there's a life change and the home is no longer fitting their needs yeah and as you said bigger better you know a lot of times people are thinking i need this massive addition to right. make it work but the reality is a lot of times and and what for the context of conversations that t and i've had before what we call a whole home renovation mm. there's a lot of things you can do within those spaces to change the way you use a space to not only maximize the efficiency of the space, Absolutely. so it serves you, but also bring that beauty and that glamour to each space yeah. to where life yeah. lived mm-hmm. in the space right. improves. Yeah. You can put you know, a flat wall in a space or you can start to shape that wall. Maybe it becomes 14 inches thicker or deeper, if you will, on the ends. And all of a sudden you've got a sofa between two sets of built-ins, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. there's lighting over the sofa that's decorative and it's like, bam, that's Mm -hmm. so much different than just a sofa on a flat wall. Mm -hmm. And wow, you just built in some vertical storage on either side of the sofa. Right. Now you see how you just did that. You just created this really great (laughs) image with something so simple. I'm a person, I really think I can do a lot of stuff, but interior design, no putting stuff in the right. I cannot do it. What, why is this so difficult for Mm. a lot of people to great question to even Mm. do it? I've never heard anyone say that or ask that question, actually. So it's a great question. I think a lot of people are almost apologetic. Like, I have, everyone has to live somewhere, right? Unless you're choosing to be, um, (laughs) I don't know, like a whitewater guide or some, you know, whitewater rafting guide. But everyone else has to live, like, in four walls. And you, assuming you should be an expert is like having a body and assuming that, you should know as much as the doctor. That is a great. So yeah, so it's just not something, it's a combination of 3D um, visualization, but also understanding of 3D space. I mean, I draw everything. I don't just always go, oh yeah, this is these exact dimensions of Mm -hmm. something without drawing it. Mm -hmm. I get ideas and I can kind of visualize it right off the bat, but then I got to put, you know, I got to test the math. So I Mm -hmm. draw everything out um, in CAD software and I make sure it works. And then for me, form follows function. So once something works and we're addressing, you know, the spatial requirements, 
the storage requirements, then we can mm-hmm. jump into the decorative stuff. And that's mm-hmm. like a whole other skill. I know designers that work for big firms that don't ever really touch the decorative mm. aspects. So when I say decorative, like colors and, you know, materiality. Finishes. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Okay. And so um, to be able to combine them is kind of a unique skill set. And, right. and that's why I like design so much. I was looking at like being a surgeon, which is very technical, but also still creative problem solving. Yeah, right. My dad is an engineer who specialized in plastics for oh, his wow. career and color specifically. Oh, wow. So like John Deere green, you have Look to be able that. to see, make sure the color is consistent. How do we adjust it if it's getting off? Cause something with the dye pellet, you know, right. has changed. Right. So anyway, so I just really like that blend. And so, mm. yeah, you should never feel bad. No, we should ever feel bad. Cause they don't, they're not naturally good at it. But the other thing is just anything you practice. Think about Michael Jordan. Like he mm-hmm. wasn't the best player in middle and early high school, mm-hmm. but he just practiced, practice, practice. And so anyone can get better at this if mm-hmm. they want to. It's right. yeah. You're never going to get better at something if you don't like practicing it. Right. Um, so yeah, so don't feel bad, but if you want to get better, just practice. I feel better. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Therapy session. <laughs> I like how you, you, uh, you took through that process of, and it's something that, that again, you and I've talked about in the past, um, that you, you really do approach it not only from the finishes and candidly as a, as a contractor, a lot of times the d- conversations when a designer gets involved is finishes when, right. you know, uh, you get a really long paint schedule or, you know, different things that are like, well, this is, this is beyond normal. You know, this is outside of a lot of, a lot of our clients are, you know, painting is ceiling flat, trim white, a couple colors on the walls, very simple. Um, you know, and and so a lot of the need for design is where they're thinking about colors and you know, what, what things there, Mm -hmm. but what I love about the way you approach it is from that really holistic, how are you living in this space and creating, uh, you know, unique spaces or creating really those eye catching moments while also making sure does this work for the family? Does right. this work for the home? Does yeah. this work for the budget? Does this yeah. work for the lead time? You know, sure, we could have that range and we could have that range hood, which is beautiful. But if it's an imperative, well, then this the job may be delayed by months right. waiting yeah. for that specific product. Right. <clears throat> is it worth it's, it? Yeah. <laughs> so asking those specific questions, you know, and, and carrying through each step is really critical from the beginning. And that's how we approach things is is you know, this is going to be a, a long-term relationship. We want to make sure we know where we're going right? and we can take you there, yeah. not just sit back here, put some pretty things together right, and say, right. Hey, good luck, you know? Yeah. And I think what's great about, you know, from what y'all do, a lot of people, like, again, they think for me, it's just the finishes and for y'all, it's like the cost, right? They're mm-hmm. like, what's this going to cost me? Do it for as little as possible. Well, if you don't, you're not going to be able to, neither of us can make the clients happy if mm-hmm. we're only considering me, the finishes and you, the costs. Like right, we got to right, have right. that full vision right. so we can get everyone there at the end of the day. So if it ends up costing more, but they get what they need out of the space, mm-hmm. they're happy to pay it. Right. I mean, nobody, everyone wants things for free and done yesterday, but that's not the world we live in. Things cost. Right. So I'm always happy to get what I want. Mm-hmm. And if it ends up costing more, but I actually get what I want, I'd rather that. Mm-hmm. Than, you know, someone trying to recreate the idea of what I want for less. Right. Yeah. We yeah. find we have a lot of clients who have the same perspective, yeah. who understand what they want. It's going to cost something. And that's that's been the interesting thing for me over the last 10 years. 
specifically, really the education of the client has increased dramatically. And, you know, HGTV and those kind of things have, have it's, <laughs> I would say it's a love hate where they're, you know, part of it is, okay, yeah, I can now understand where they're getting their information. And yeah, yeah when uh, fix it That's or flip fair. it are saying, yeah, this is $1,300. I, oh, I couldn't even buy the paint for You're that like, much. Yo, you what know? are you talking about? <laughs> or oh, that show was that show was filmed six years ago, you know. Right, and so those kind of right. things. But on the other hand, too, I can say, you know, we use when we do the tile, for example, you know, in a shower, the wet area, we do we use the Schluter system generally, right. you mm-hmm. know, and that's something that. Oh, oh, what that's that orange stuff I see on it. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Oh, right. yeah, Mike Holmes was talking, and so yes. those are the kind of things. Um, on one side, on the other side. You've got people who see really pretty things on Instagram, on Pinterest. And, and yeah. so there's some of that education that's missing. Yeah. But now they have a reference point of, okay, I like the way this looks. Yeah. Can you make this happen in this space? Right. So it's a, it's kind of that balance of the education the client has really increased. Yeah. Um, uh, our clients understand about uh, lead times and cost mm. changes in ways that two years ago, my clients didn't understand. <laughs> right. And now they are reading the paper. They're understanding what these right. challenges are. So I yep. can, so it's really interesting watching the evolution of the, the homeowner as yeah. they understand so that a fair amount of them are coming in with, okay, this is what I understand the challenges are. This is why I appreciate the value That's that so you bring awesome. to the yeah. table. Right. And those are fun. I mean, those are super yeah. fun to walk into yeah. and to, to come into those. What is your experience with you know, those first conversations when somebody's saying, this is what I'm thinking, you know, and they're, do you have a similar experience where clients are, are bringing that education to the, to the table? Yeah. So we're a little bit different maybe than a lot of design firms. I guess I can't speak for others, but what I find is we actually don't get a ton of inquiries by like, by the time they get to us, they kind of know because our inquiry form on our website or if they call up, we kind of let them know some minimum ideas Mm. just because it's not that we're not willing to work on a small room. It's just when you see all these images on Pinterest and Instagram, they don't realize like that's a, that's literally a $600,000 kitchen. Mm -hmm. That room is, you know, $90,000. They just don't realize, um, like a, like a small living room might be $90,000. And these are the houses of princes and it's like a weekend house of a prince, but because right. it has an English country feel, they think, oh yeah, that's just right. in Midlothian, Virginia or something. And you're going, no, it's not. And so because of our intake where we kind of outline a lot of that, I'm sure there's probably hundreds of people filling out that form that just stop at the end and they mm. go, yeah, I'm not ready for this. Huh. Yeah. Or I just don't have the money or I don't want to get the money. And so we actually convert a lot of our uh, inquiry, yeah, yeah, our leads because we put the numbers there. Yeah, we just figure it's less, in, like I don't know, it's just easier for someone to absorb that information in private than right. for us to have to sit there and go, you know, well, do you have this much money? You yeah. know, and just let people kind of self eliminate. Yeah. yeah, and so um, that's worked well for us. So we don't have to do too much education. Like you said, mm-hmm. the clients are savvy. I mean, thank goodness for the internet in, in a lot of ways. Um, and actually this has given me a content idea. I'm like, I probably need to start breaking down the costs of some of the rooms since nobody knows who our oh, clients yeah. are anyway. Like some of the ones. Yeah. On that right. And I think that that would be really helpful. And then I wouldn't be contributing to the problem of everyone sees these, you know, homes with millions of dollars worth of interior design, mm-hmm. not even the build, not the contract, like just the finishes, the finishes and the furnishings. The furnishings yeah. 
and we're so desensitized to it because we see it so right. often that yeah, we just yeah. kind of think this is attainable. This is what everyone's doing. And again, that's like the son of Prince whoever from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and that's just a weekend home in the Hamptons. Yeah. And do you so watch shows and see and like see sets and think, wow, that's there's oh, so yeah. much money. On yeah. Set. So I don't watch HGTV at all. It's, I don't mean HGTV. I no, mean, I like, know. I'm just like clarifying. Emily in Paris I don't or watch <laughs> that. It's too stressful for me. But yeah, like, yeah, all the, I like a couple shows. But I have to say, like, there are so many um, fictitious shows, dramas where you're like that cop lives in Manhattan in a huge apartment oh, yeah. and has like, there's a, a $12,000 $12, chair, you know, like that yeah. recliner's $12,000 that, you know, I always see like fixtures 4,000 or whatever. Yeah. I always thought, see like no. the $6,000 espresso machine on the, on the counter. And I'm like, <laughs> no, yeah. you don't have that. Yeah. And I get why they do it because some of these kind of notable designs where we would recognize, yep. you know, the cost, it's like they do it to craft a narrative about a character. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it, again, it does desensitize the average person to right. thinking like that's attainable because um, most people can't buy a $12,000 retainer or recliner and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that you you brought that up because that's something that we found in the last couple of years. We changed our website a year ago mm -hmm. where we have pricing on the website Yeah, because that was something that, you know, but it, Oh, I love this kitchen. Can we do this? Right. Just to be clear, the cabinets yeah. alone are like one hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollars on my cabinet on yeah. my kitchen. Right. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, my budget's like thirty. Right. Uh, this, so, yeah, so what so, else can we do? Yeah. Exactly. And so it's it's having some of those conversations of of honoring what you you know what what is the need right. here, honoring the timeline is often important, and honoring the budget and yeah. just saying what is it, what can we do? Right. right. Maybe there is something that one piece or one area that's really important, or maybe we start here right. and we kind of flow into other areas. Yeah. Um, for you, your, your perspective is unique because you've not just, you've done this in other people's homes, but you know, you really play in your space as well. Yeah. And that's something that I remember again, when we talked about this a couple months ago, that was something that I was like, oh, that's really fascinating the way you approach that. Because you, I think you downsized. Is that right? Well, we Little didn't. Bit? We didn't downsize. We moved from a townhome into a house that's not even twenty four hundred square feet, and mm -hmm. we thought, oh, we'll be here for like three to five years. And then, because we are fortunate to have both sides of the family in town and all the grandparents, we thought, oh, we'll just be in our forever home. And I don't know. Th that's also like a thing that's so crazy right now. Is everyone that's in their thirties thinks they should be already in their quote forever home. And mm -hmm. the most hilarious thing is that one of my besties is a luxury realtor and she's like, Lee, they all sell these crazy forever homes yeah. in their sixties. She's like, they'll sell them. And yeah. so it's just kind of interesting, but, um, yeah. So we ended up deciding to stay there. Mm -hmm. We have been able to pay off our mortgage early and because we haven't kept, you know, upgrading the mm -hmm. square footage and yeah. so we've just been able to put a lot of money back into the house and i just love my house yeah it's i'm doing my bedroom this year and i cannot wait i'm That's gonna awesome. have that hotel experience yeah. in my bedroom Every and day. Nice. yeah and so i just you know we just keep doing a project here and there and i love it yeah i have a lot of fun messing with my house that's awesome that's awesome Do you, yeah uh, do you like, are, are you like the 2am I'm going to work on this now? Or is it oh like, are you really, do you really plan out? <laughs> yeah. So like we, I had a friend growing yeah. up who like I would, uh, they're about 10 years older than me. So 
I was uh, legal to drink, but I yeah. would just drive over and, and hang out, and Dudley would be, uh, you know, by the fire, and his yeah. wife would be tearing apart the yeah. new, some new part of the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will get a wild hair, as they say, and I will just start doing stuff. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, well, I don't want to finish this. I'm calling in a pro. But, <laughs> you know, and I'm, it ebbs and flows some years. I'm like, oh, I'll just paint this little room. Like the other day, I painted my powder bath ceiling, no big deal. But, you know, with this bedroom, I'm like, I'm not painting a single wall. And my husband actually stepped through the attic ceiling last night right over my bedside table. And he said, good thing we're doing the bedroom this year. But don't worry, it's going to get patched before the whole time. Did he, his foot just went through? His foot just went through there. Yeah, anyways. It happens to the best of us. It happens. happens. (laughs) He's a good guy. (laughs) I want to go back to like the design company with working with clients. Even though some people... They might not know exactly what they want. Picking furnishings and, you know, things of that sort, paint colors, they can still have a real emotional emotional attachment to it. Yeah. So do you find it hard, like, giving some sort of suggestions and maybe people have an attachment to maybe their own opinion? No, I don't find it hard to talk, um, like, to somebody in fact, I prefer when people have strong opinions, okay. but if they don't have an opinion, I don't find that hard either because they actually do. They just aren't used to giving themselves what they want. Mm. It's generally what it is. They're scared to give themselves what they want. And so they've like tamped that down. Okay. Mm. I feel like if you look at what people buy um, for their bodies, like so clothing, you know, products, um, it doesn't always work for the car just because cars are so expensive that sometimes they haven't sprung for that either but clothes that generally tells me a lot about somebody's style because mm. you can get the look across a variety of price points for clothes and so people are generally pretty true to that with what wow. they wear mm. um you, you dropping some gems in here that is that's, <laughs> that, that's pretty i like that that's yeah good. so if we're at a client's home you know that's wanting to do what a lot of people would call full service we call all in But the big, you know, start to finish handling of a project, if we're at somebody's house for that, for a consultation, and they're saying, like, I just really don't know. I like this and I like that. Well, you know, we let them know in advance. We may need to go to your closet Mm. and kind of look through. Yeah. So um, we don't word it like that. I think it's like, do we have access to kind of go through the house with you? We word it in some legalese way, but... Yeah, and so then we kind of spring Ultimately, it on like, them. like, I need to see your shoes. Yeah, and then we kind of <laughs> spring it on them. We're like, okay, we're going to be going to your closet. That's um, really interesting. Yeah, but a lot of people do have some idea, and even if they like different styles, that's normal because no one is just one style. Like, right. I mm. only like this one style of music. No, I like a little this and a little that. It's the same with interiors. Like, I, I, I've never met anyone that was like, I'm all French country. I'm all modern. And I think now the the way of things is really to just do what you want. And so if someone says, I like everything, I'm all over the place, I'll just look at their boards and go, well, you're liking, you know, curved seating or um, you're liking black accents, like, Mm. or brass metal. Like you're light, there is consistency. going more specific to some anchoring that conversation in some specific things you're seeing as opposed to saying uh, earthy or French country or something that really can be, um, co-opted by someone else yeah. or some, you know, so. Right. And we do that when we're working with two partners as well. Like mm. we'll have them both do a this board. aesthetic intake. Yeah. We actually kind of have the board ready to go and mm. then we have them review it separately and then we Venn diagram it out. Cause I like that technical weird, yeah, weird yeah, stuff. So yeah, yeah. And it's like okay. everything in the middle we're doing, Yeah, you know, and the stuff that anyone hates is not part of it. 
Huh. Yeah, because if somebody hates something, it's not fair to the other yeah. person to bring it in unless it's their own office or, you right. know, it's their space. Right. Yeah, shared spaces, you got to gotta compromise. So, mm. got to blend. Okay. What is the most uh, challenging feature? Is it is it uh, is it lighting? Is it mm. furnishings? Like, where, what's the part that has yeah. the most fights? <laughs> no fights, because I just use the signs to explain it. Lighting is something that everyone gets wrong um, mm. until they sit down or hire somebody to look at how much light do we need? Where mm. do we need the light? And you always want three layers of lighting. You want your general ambient lighting, so your overhead recessed cans or your, you know, centered fixture. You want your task lighting, like islands or pendants over an island or a, you know, floor lamp by a chair for reading. And you also want your mood slash decorative lighting. Mm. That's, That's the finishing touch. You could have an ugly furnished room, old furniture. Sun goes down, it's lamp o'clock as they say, and you've got all your like mood lighting on, you've got a vibe, you know, Mm. you don't, you, you start there, start with lighting people. Okay. (laughs) Just get you yourself more lamps. If you have kids get wall sconces, they make Mm. great wall sconces. So the kids can't knock them over or just Mm -hmm. buy really expensive lamps. They can't tip them over. Most Mm. of them. Don't quote me on that, but like most of them are heavier, better balanced. The floor lamps from target crash. Yeah. Yeah. I can back that up. Yeah. (laughs) It was beautiful. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna rewatch this episode a, <laughs> yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> I love it. We, wow. we well, want. Go, well, go ahead. Where I was gonna say we actually have a course um, that we that we have online. It's an on-demand course. You should go sign up for it. Sweet. Teach you step by step how to lay out your furniture, do your lighting. That's on your website. That's on my website. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and uh, LeeWatersDesign.com. Excellent. Okay, so uh, go to the website. You can see the course. So, and again, Lee, you have. The reason we want to have this conversation was, you know, I love the way you approach design, which is similar to how a lot of we found that a lot of clients really need help guiding through that process. It's, um, you know, again, a lot of times there's a misconception of the value you bring in the end and what the way you're looking at a project. It's not just, oh, let's make it look pretty. It's this space needs to reflect the life that you want to live in it. Yeah. You know, and really set up to do that. And and I love that when we can have those kind of conversations from our side, it just makes life so much better all around. The project goes better. So I love it. So. Yeah, thank you. Well, we like working with y'all and we've run our second project, hopefully yep. of many with Fabling. And we've been very happy with y'all's communication. And like you said, that just overall vision and then understanding the steps to get there. We love the organization of Fabling. So thank you. Excellent. Yeah. We've right. worked a lot on that. T's worked a lot on that. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, T. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. <laughs> um, so when you're not designing, you're not working on projects, what do you like to do in your off time? Oh, I like to eat and cook. I like to dance. So I'm horizontal every night at eight, mm-hmm. unless we're going out <laughs> dancing. Mm-hmm. I can stay up all night. Really? Yeah. What kind of dancing? Um... West I mean, Coast like, whatever. I can get weird, like, very interpretive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Very cool. I actually used to teach a hip-hop aerobics class. Sweet. But I have, like, wow. no formal dance training. So it's it's Fun. it's um, it's um my style, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I definitely undervalued going to bed at, like, 8.30 until I had kids. And now it's like... You feel the best in About the morning. About to lock the door, yeah, kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. that is, those are the best mornings. Yeah. If your kids don't get you up, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't have any kids. He's yet, like, I'm not living yeah, that yeah, life. I'm not there yet. But no, no you're yeah. right. You should sleep all you can right now. Yeah. yeah. Just stash those. I remember when I was going to sleep at 10. Those were amazing nights, too. Yeah. Amazing mornings. You should go back to that. You don't I'm have like, to stop that. I know, but it's just, I find myself working on a lot of stuff after 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, my mind's Creative. kind of, yeah, it's, it's been running lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I get that. I'm a morning person, so I got to get. I gotta go to bed so I can get up and have the thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not wired that way. I'm wired like him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, it takes all kinds. It does. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, you were about to join. No. Sorry. So, is there a message that you would like to leave with the Fable and Built family? Whether that's just some employees that we have here, our customers, people who are watching, any message or, I guess, yeah, just yeah. a message. Okay. It is sometimes people feel guilty or like that it's vain maybe to spend money or time on their home. Mm. And I think particularly with people that have, you know, kids or animals or drunk uncles that come over, you know, people that just make messes. Mm -hmm. It's, um, they just think, Oh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Mm. And it's like, gosh, don't wait. Even if you can't hire me or fabling, you know, do some research online, like figure out what you like, start to start with a corner, start with a drawer, like make Mm. it more functional, make it more pretty. Your life will be better. I can't tell you every client that we work with says like you changed our lives. Like if Mm -hmm. they let us do the whole space, they say we change that, you know, Lee Waters designs change Change. their lives. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming by. This was, this was a great conversation. I can't wait to rewatch this one. This has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Timon Phillips. I'm Casey Fabling. And I'm Lee Waters. Thanks. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. This has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fabling Built by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode.